Hey there, conductors. If you've ever felt that you're not quite sure what to do next when you're studying a score, maybe you don't even know where to start with a difficult piece. Maybe you study one piece too much and then you realize at the first rehearsal that you don't know another one well enough. Or maybe you're a new conductor and you don't know what score study is. I'm excited to share that I'm finally publishing and sharing my score study checklist. I've been refining this for 12 years now, and I'm so excited to share it. It is going to walk you through my structure, my process to make sure that I learn every score that I need to learn well enough and so that nothing falls through the cracks. So it covers everything that you need to know. There's a link in the show notes. Go ahead and click it, sign up, and you'll get that score study checklist sent right to your email. You'll also get access to an eight-minute video of me explaining what each section is and how I use it to organize all the music that I need to learn. It's only eight minutes, so it's not going to take you a whole hour to learn how to study better, how to put up a process for your score study and how to make sure that nothing is falling through the cracks. So again, click the link in the show notes, and I hope to see you soon. Now, please enjoy this episode of Podium Time. Hello, and welcome to this experimental episode of Podium Time. I've been wanting to release some more frequent, shorter, quick little discussions for a while, and so I'm taking this month to do that between the big episodes. So this is not going to be a regular episode of Podium Time by any means. Um, No interview, just a short thought about a question that we've had recently, or an issue in an episode that really stuck out to me. So when I was interviewing Mei-Ann Chen, she had a big list of lessons from her teachers, and one of them that really stuck out to me, this is from episode 101, was an early violin teacher of hers that asked, what are you trying to say? When she was having difficulty um, with any technical thing, um, what are you trying to say? And this this really struck me, because I think this is something that conductors can use a lot more, this prompt to regain clarity of what we're trying to say in the moment. And I think a lot of times we get lost in rehearsal, we get lost in the technicalities of the music that we're trying to make. But I think this can be a philosophical, broader question, but also a very practical, small question as we're trying to communicate with people and we're trying to communicate musically. It really lets us bring clarity to the moment. If any time you're getting frustrated or you're not sure what's happening, you can just ask, what are you trying to say? And I think in rehearsal, this can come down to um, if you're having a tough time explaining what's going on. Again, very practically, what are you trying to say to the orchestra? Um, Are you being too wordy? Can you simplify it? But then also musically, What are you trying to say as in, do you know the music well enough to be trying to say something about it? Do you know this passage well enough? Are you just playing through the notes or are you actually having an opinion about how it should go? I will be recording another short episode just after this on the point of score study with that being one of the important um, definitions for me over the past couple years. But you've got to know the music well enough to be wanting to say something in it. If you've got a string of 16th notes, the violins are going to be phrasing it in a certain way. There's going to be a natural way that they play it, and you can let that happen. Or 
in that instance, you can know what you want to say. You can know how they should be and have figured that out ahead of time. And then if they do, great. And if they don't, then you have an answer for it. But then even in a broader sense, if you've got that entire section, you know, what is the overall affect that you're going for? Identifying the affect of a section is, is really important to put words to the musical intention that you have. And it may be something that's in the music. It may be something very clear. But having a word for that to share with the orchestra or just to keep to yourself um, can be very beneficial in any anything that you're having a tough time explaining. Because music is inherently difficult to describe. We can describe a, um, a section with running 16 notes in the violins as very tumultuous um, if the music is tumultuous. But adding some other descriptors to it can make a big difference in your interpretation and the depth of your interpretation and your understanding and your communication with the orchestra as well. So how can we prepare for this in study? I think one of the big things to look for in preparing a score is going beyond just learning the notes and going into actually having an opinion about how something should go. Um, Kevin No describes this. <laughs> he says, um, when you really, really know a score well, when you've learned it without recordings, when you've formed really strong opinions about how something could go because you've been making decisions about lots of things along the way, then <laughs> you don't like the, all the recordings that are out there. Um, and I think that's a, that's, that's a good thing to shoot for, um, not for the sake of itself, but for what that represents. Um, learning a piece so well, and not just learning the piece, but preparing the piece so well, not just so that you know the dynamic structure of the piece, not just so that you know where the cues are, and you know the form, and you've internalized everything that happens once after another after another, but to the point where you have a strong opinion about now how that should be performed. And that's, you know, that's, that's a level of score study that we may not always get to in when we're super busy because it takes a lot more time. I mean, music is hard. <laughs> There's no getting around that. It takes a while to learn the music, but then the next step is not just learning the music. The next step is preparing the music for performance, for interpretation, for having an opinion of how it should be at every section so that if somebody raises their hand, you have an answer to how the phrasing should be in each melody. Not because you have to have an answer to the phrasing. You should, but you don't necessarily have to. But as an interpreter, as a musical leader, knowing what you're trying to say with that melody means having made decisions about that melody. So that's something that we can expand in our score study. We can ask questions, we can make decisions about things, and then in all sections of the music, we will know what we are trying to say. I find this especially helpful um, in music that I don't know what I'm trying to say, music that's very difficult to get a to get a grasp of. I find myself using this a lot in the development of pieces or the difficult sections where I just don't really know what to do with it. Um, and if I don't know what to do with it right away, or even after some work, I still don't really get it, 
then that's a great sign <laughs> that that's the part that you should be spending some time on, that you should get it to the point where you do have something to say, where you do know what you're trying to say with it. And that's the difficulty of music sometimes. In the second theme of a, of, of a first movement, whatever, it, usually it's very easy to know how that melody is going to go. Usually it's very easy to know what you're trying to say with it. It's those other sections that are more difficult. The other sections where the orchestra might also know what they don't want, what they want to do with it. So, you know, you can do this a lot of ways, but really it's about getting past just learning the music and into interpreting the music. And by interpretation, we're not changing things. We're just knowing how we want it to go. Now, in rehearsal, you know, this this makes everything easier because knowing what you're trying to say at the beginning of rehearsal, at the beginning of a cycle, helps you prioritize. In the moment, it helps you know exactly what you're saying to the orchestra. And really, it's just, it's just a game changer in being prepared for rehearsal. Um, and this is not being prepared with every single little answer because you're afraid that somebody might speak up. <laughs> and and prove you to be a fool for not knowing your music. It is being prepared by knowing those answers already because you've considered them. And if you haven't considered them, well, then you're not made a fool. You've just found one more thing to improve next time. So that's this quick episode on know what you are trying to say. What are you trying to say at any moment? This is so great to ask all the time. I think clarity, clarity of intention, clarity of what you're trying to do is so important um, in all aspects of life. But that's a that's a bigger conversation for a different time. So ask yourself every time you're studying. Ask yourself whenever you find a difficult section. Ask yourself whenever you're not sure what to do in rehearsal. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say with this music? And that can be a big philosophical thing that this is the this and this is the this and it relates to this, whatever. And it can also be a small thing. It can be a very small detail. What are we trying to say to this? Why are we choosing that articulation? Maybe because it lines up with, with our idea of, of the general mood and affect of the section. But knowing why is half the battle. Thank you so much for joining me for this mini episode of Podium Time. I'm so excited to do a couple more of these. These are questions I've had swimming around in my head for a long time that I've been wanting to put down, and uh, I thought this was a really, really nice, casual way to do it, and a break from our longer hour, hour and a half long interviews for you. So hope you enjoyed this PT mini episode on what are you trying to say? Thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining me for this mini episode of Podium Time. Just an experiment I'm running through the end of May. So join us here every week on Wednesday for a couple thoughts and just a quick hit on one topic. Please send us an email, reach out on our contact page or social media. Let us know what you think. Let us know anything you'd like us to cover. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening.